Joining me now is NFL great, Super Bowl champion, a man of high and great integrity. <clears throat> he is a friend of mine, and I've known him now for years, and we started down uh, this trail uh, many years ago. He is now a congressional candidate for the 4th District in Utah, held by my friend, uh, once held by my friend Mia Love. And I think that uh, Burgess will make an incredible candidate for Congress and is making an incredible candidate for Congress and will be a fantastic statesman there in the 4th District of Utah. Help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show Burgess Owens, thank you for joining us, man. How are you? CL. Hey, my friend. How's it going? Of all that, the best thing you said was friend of CL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we go back. We do go back away, buddy. I, I really appreciate that you talk with you again. I really do. You know, Burgess, when you and I uh, were talking, uh, the type of thing that uh, we're talking now, uh, there was no walkaway movement. There was no Brexit movement. You and I were runaways. We ran away yeah. uh, from that. And and by way of leading into telling us about your candidacy, tell us why you're running uh, for the office of Fourth District Congressional District. You know, you know, it's interesting because um, I just had this conversation recently. You know, I I, uh, I walked away from the Democratic Party back in back in the Ronald Reagan days. So for me to see today that we can have this kind of conversation where literally across our country, all Americans are beginning to understand the the disastrous uh, ideology of socialism which that found itself in the Democratic Party is so it's such a refreshing thing to, to live to see today where we have this conversation. We're being called names and, uh, is not does not hurt people anymore. They're, they're, they're proud to be called names by the leftists, and that's a good place to be. So, uh, I, my my passion has always been has never what's well, never been to get into politics. When I left the game back in 1983 from the Raiders, my goal was in some kind of way get back to that great community that you and I grew up in. You know, not that we had the greatest opportunities, <clears throat> but we had a great legacy. We had parents who taught us about love of country, God. Uh, family, respect, uh, manning up, you know, going after fear versus running from it. Those kind of things we were taught. I saw we were losing that in our community. And that was back in 83. So uh, over the years, I finally had a chance to come out to Salt Lake City and do what I thought was my mission, my life mission, work with at-risk kids uh, in the juvenile system. And I started a foundation called Second Chance for Youth. And um, that was my mission. And it's been, it's been working out well. Young, young boys and girls come out of the juvenile system giving mentoring, giving support, giving jobs, and letting them be the, the great, uh, showing them the, the second chance our country has for them. What I realized last summer was, you know, and, and, until we get the house back, these kids I work with here and, and the means across our country have no chance because the, the, way, the reason they're in the position they're in is because of leftist policies. We've seen it within our black community in which they turned our community upside down. There's no shame. Uh, it is an evil ideology that use, abuse, and discard anybody who trusts them. And so when I saw that this would be the opportunity, the district I'm in is between one and three of must-haves by both parties. So it's not just it's not just a running for Congress. <clears throat> I'm running in a district that could literally be the linchpin for the rest of our nation. If we win this district, we win our house. If we win our house, 
with a new freshman group that's not in there to be elitist, to be part of the problem, but literally go in there to serve our country, to get our country back, put that with a nice conservative Senate and our president, and we have a chance to finally win big time for all Americans. I just can't wait to see that day. Run strong, Burgess Owens, 4th District of Utah, great state of Utah. Burgess, when you were talking about uh, your upbringing (laughs) and my upbringing, uh, ours is very, very similar um, many Americans don't believe this, but the image that, uh, even though it wasn't as grand as the Huxtable home and all that type of thing was, but many <laughs> black people uh, grew up in that type of two-parent, uh, loving, uh, get your lesson, uh, don't, and be a credit to our family fa- uh, type of yep. home. That's the type of uh, community that the black community was back in the day when Burgess and I grew up. And we're just a couple of years apart in age. And uh, we remember that America. And, folks, when we talk about taking America back, we're not talking about taking it back to a time where there was Jim Crow or anything like that. We're talking about taking back to a time when there was something decent in the family that was going on, when there was a decent American family, white or black. Burgess, let me ask you this. Uh, scripture uh, says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of its ways. There's an instability uh, among black people. And since we're talking about uh, that segment and that demographic, there seems to be a, 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 an unstableness, a double-mindedness among them. What, what do you attribute the, the, that the contribution? Uh, very, very similar. And I'll tell you, thank you for that summary, CJ. Uh, what people don't recognize is that during that time that we grew up, we grew up, yes, we were not exposed to the white America, but we were exposed to an environment that was really big on education, God, industry, and family. We were at that time in our nation in the 60s, the 50s and 60s, leading our country in terms of the growth of the middle class. So we have about 40% of black Americans who business owners. That equated to 50% of Americans across our country. Black Americans are part of the middle class. No one came close to what we were doing. So in that in that community, we had a focus on those things you just mentioned, a family name, a focus, a future. And what we, what we have to recognize today is that that history is so important, that legacy, the the uh, the acknowledgement that we had a, a, a gener- generation before us that were not hapless, hopeless, and wait for white people to, do, to, to give them freedom. They were doing what every community does in our country. They were commanding uh, their respect by going out there and, and whipping out anybody else who didn't believe in what they were doing. Uh, we have gotten to the point now because our history has been trained, changed by the leftists. And by the way, CJ, see, let me just say this because it's so important. It is not, and, and you, you and I have had this conversation, it has not been the white supremacists has been out, up, out down, uh, uh, taking us down. It's been the black leaders. It's those who look like us, who talk like us, who tell us that they are, they are friends. And meanwhile, they vote for every anti-American, every anti-black policy that comes past their their their, their desk because they're all, all about power instead of the people that, that that they should be representing. So the idea that we should know our history is so important because once we do, we recognize first of all how how much power we should have in our past but also gives us a vision of what we can become and do as we people come together and work together like we've always done in the past. So um, God is a big piece of that. <laughs> you oh, yeah. mentioned the scripture. At the end of the day, our country is built on Judeo-Christian values. Once we lose 
the ability to have our faith, whatever that might be, we lose the essence of who our country is. And that's why we can't let the leftists, the atheists, the socialists, the Marxists, who do not believe in a God, who believe them, themselves as God, we cannot allow them to, to uh, continue to run our colleges, run our government, and now call them out. We have a president, thank goodness, who's calling these people out. That's what's driving them absolutely nuts. They don't know what to do with them. So uh, we the people are going to backing them up, and we're going to make sure we uh, continue our country moving in the right direction. Burgess, as you know, um, and you are one of my colleagues, we serve uh, serve on as um, a founding member of the advisory board, uh, Black Voices for Trump uh, here. And uh, it is important now that the candidates that we elect to office, the candidates that are elected to office, uh, have a clear uh, cut stand on the things that are important to the president and his agenda as we head toward this 2020 election. And COVID-19 is, of course, raging now. Burgess, we, we must open our uh, country up for business, but we must do it carefully. I mean, that that's understood. Yes. Give us your stand yes. on this COVID-19 reopening. Well, we, we, we ended this, uh, this process the way Americans do, putting up a, a, a value in life, which we always put a value in life. You have no idea how bad this virus was. We did, we did what Americans do. We shut down. We, we actually had faith that the, the, the experts were telling us the right thing to do. We now understand that we can actually open up this, uh, our country, our economy, in a way that is, is safe. Recognizing this, why do we need to open up this economy? Because the middle class is what makes the country great. The most, most, most vibrant, the most successful we are, the greater our American way can be shown. And what the president has done before this, this virus hit us is that finally, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, veterans, teens were entering that middle class process by having jobs and opportunities and businesses. And so we need to get back to that. Know that the leftists hate our country. They hate those tenets I talked about, God, country, uh, I mean, uh, uh, education, God, industry, and family. They hate it. So what they want to do is shut down the opportunity for the middle class to continue to grow. And we, the people, do not stand for that. We innately abhor tyranny. We hate the fact that we have governors or, or bureaucrats that tell us we can't go out and work. And what we have to do is make sure that the we, the people, understand how to do these things. We're smart enough to figure out how to take the information we have, open businesses in a safe way, and those who do it best will attract the most customers. Those customers who feel safe and secure and, and, and service will continue to come out and, and buy their wares, and that will continue to have our country continue to, continue to continue to grow. So we need to understand that we're up against the enemy. It's an enemy that doesn't go to sleep, that doesn't stop, that takes advantage of every crisis. And, and as as they see a way to win our win in 2020 to get back their power, understand who they are and, and, and see what's great about our history. We know what these people are like. We know what this ideology looks like because we've seen it. We've seen what it's done, the damage done to a great community. We cannot let that happen to our country. And by the way, uh, my, my website is Burgess for Utah. This is a national uh, initiative. I mean, it's a national. Uh, we, we have to make sure we get our house back. So it's not just District 4. It's actually a district that, again, could be the linchpin. So for those who are listening in, tune into my website, support any way you can. Obviously, we're going up against the Democrat who said he was moderate, but he's voted at 90% with Pelosi, Schiff, AOC, you name them. And they're nothing, they're nothing but a hard-left socialist party that, that does everything they can to demean our middle class and hurt our American people across the board so they can get their 
Burgess, stay with me for uh, through the break, this short break. I want you to give the website and tell folks how to get in contact with you uh, for the long run um, so that they can bring you to their uh, churches, synagogues, or uh, places of worship uh, to speak to them about this message that you're so articulate in bringing Burgess Owens, uh, former NFL great Super Bowl champion, and now ca- Congress congressional candidate, for Congress, 4th District, Utah, is my special guest. We'll return with him in just a moment. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. Uh, and certainly, certainly I'm glad that you've come aboard with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here daily. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. You coast to coast and border to border throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. Thank you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Hey, friends, so those of you particularly uh, in New York City traveling through Times Square, which is beginning to wake up uh, a little bit and is still a ghost town compared, uh, look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not building and the Red State Talk billboard is right there above Ripley's, believe it or not. In every hour, uh, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there on that uh, billboard, one block from where we drop the big ball. And old C.L.'s face looking right back at you there in Times Square. It's a great day in the USA because of people like you. And I want to thank my special guest, Burgess Owens for being on with me today. We were talking about his congressional race. He is uh, saying that that particular uh, uh, congressional seat could, in fact, be a linchpin and a bell cow for the rest of uh, America. And so we're going to continue with him. Burgess Owens, tell us how to get in touch with you and if someone's inclined to do it how do they support your campaign okay it's uh Burgess, the number four utah.com and i would love for anyone to uh uh to keep across the country your, your audience 
if anything you can you can spare the time to help us to make sure we, we're fighting up against uh, uh, Ben McAdam. He has a $3 million war chest because he's not had to, to fight against the one. It's from the leftists across the country. So my thought is we can get our American people supporting uh, this candidacy and we'll, we'll knock him out and get our house back. If I can say this, go have a quick, quick minute. What I love, uh, you know, what, what we talk about, you and I, that's why I love our friendship so much when we had that background. We were taught about courage of conviction, critical thinking skills to have a conversation like this and debate to win our country back. We had loyalty for family. And most importantly, we had a, 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 a love for work. And that's what we're seeing our American people. It's innate within us. We love to work. And it's like tells us we can't work. It's like telling us we can't, we can't dream. We can't own. We can't overcome. And that's not within our nature. So I'm so excited about this opportunity to have this conversation when it's all said and done with Republicans and independents and Democrats do not trust the left. They will use, abuse, and discard anyone who trusts them. I don't care who you are. If you're a Democratic business owner, they want your, your company, they want your business to fail so they can win in November. That's the heartless nature of the leftists. When you have no God, you have no empathy, no love, no care for anyone else. And that's what we're seeing firsthand. And it's a great thing for us to talk about when it's all said and done. You know, uh, Burgess, I hear my grandfather's voice <clears throat> saying uh, when he caught me uh, – uh, not doing a task the way that I'm supposed to do it. Uh, a man don't work, shouldn't eat. Man don't work, shouldn't eat. You know, he would say that. And so, and so that, that, in, that innate thing, that, that inherent thing that, uh, my father and my grandfather put in, uh, us, uh, is to work. And you're right, man. Uh, yeah. just not being able to go and exercise my craft. Uh, even go go and just do stuff. Uh, you know, it, it it's it's not good. I was never an inside child. I was a kid who had to be outside. Burgess, let's talk about this for just a second. Um, both of us uh, and folks, you're listening to both uh, men of who are Americans who happen to be black in this country. We are uh, Christian in our convictions, and uh, I want you to understand that both of us are products of the black family the black community, and we have experienced segregated schools. You're listening to two men expressing our opinions who are Americans who happen to be black in this country and who came out of black families who are not calling our women Bs and, 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 and Hs. Uh, we're, we're not doing that. We're and we've never done that. We've never right. done that. We were our families were not about that, and that's what we're yep. trying to get back to. Burgess, let me ask you this. Just comment on this. Okay. When you when you and I were in school, we had black teachers, male and female black teachers. There was one thing that I knew for certain. You and I have talked about this before. There was one thing that I knew for certain coming from that black teacher to me that he or she wanted me to succeed. They were invested in my success. Is that an accurate statement? Has that changed? What What, what do you say? Very, very accurate. And I'll tell you something. Uh, it's interesting because in, in my community, that again, Lado country and growth middle class, Lado country men committed to marriage over 70%, Lado country men and entrepreneurs over 40%, and men matriculated in college. So every message, no matter where they came from, was you can do it in this country. Matter of fact, let me show you how to do it. We'll show you how to work, how to be disciplined. And one thing that I knew, going, 
uh, and you, I'm sure you recognize this, coming through my elementary, boy, if I ever got in trouble with my teacher, it was no hope for me when I got home. <laughs> I was in trouble at home. I was in trouble. And nothing I could say. No, <laughs> no, no. The message had already gotten there, brother. The message had already gotten there. And also, if you messed up at church and your mom and dad uh, were, were, they had sent you to church uh, to some kind of child's or youth meeting and you acted up at church, by the time you got home from that youth meeting, the news had already gotten home, brother. (laughs) That's the home. And and when we talk about respect, uh, we can't can't highlight that enough. No respect for God, for country, but respect for women respectful family. I mean, you get, we just learn to discipline ourselves. You never thought about disrespecting your adults. Just didn't do it. Uh, and the, even the thought coming through your mind, you were going to get in trouble with it. So it was old school. It was actually what cultures did across our country. It was the American way. And what we have to understand, you know, this is what we've been under attack for decades. We, we send our good kids that we work hard. We send them to, to college and they come back as little marxists. People hate our country, hate God. Don't think we've never done anything right. And that's what we're fighting against. These guys, they're like little termites. They're cowards. They're bullies. They never, they never show up in the, in the light of day. They always hide behind the scenes, whether it be white hood, black mask, in a deep bureaucracy where they get jobs and nobody can fire them, or whether it be getting uh, um, in college where they, they, they cannot get fired. These people are cowards and bullies. They don't. And, and, and so we need to understand this and come, come together as Americans, have this conversation, and no matter what party we're part of, it's all about our kids. It's all about our future. And let's put aside the divisiveness that they want to have us go through and focus on education, industry, faith, and family. Those four tenets will allow us to come together, have conversations that will help us to win once again. And we can also point out who our true enemy is. Socialists, Marxists, bullies, and cowards that always go against us and trying to right now to take down our country and our, and our president. And I tell you, it's going to be great to see us come out of this process. On, on, on the upside of it. Sure. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> Burgess, tell everybody once again how to get in touch with you and how to <laughs> engage with you and how to contribute to you if they're so inclined. Okay. Go to BurgessForUtah.com. You'll see my information there. you see videos, my interviews. And just remember all things, friend of CL. God bless you, and God (laughs) keep you is my prayer for you. Continue to fight the good fight, Burgess Owens, there in the 4th Congressional District of Utah. He is my friend, and he'll be yours, too. Thank you, man, for being on with me. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye.